Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for tuning in to the Friends I View. This is Sean with my buddy Jose. Hello. We're going to be talking about a crazy topic, which I... I heard in every psychology class I've ever been in, um, it's it's obviously one of the heated debates of all time, I think, and that is nature versus nurture. Okay. Are people like Hitler just bad DNA? And we're and I use Hitler because I ideologically he's considered the most evil man that's ever walked earth. Yes. When in fact there were people like Stalin and Ch- I think it was Mao, um, who killed way more innocent people than <laughs> Hitler did. Except yeah. the difference is Hitler killed every somebody else's people. Yeah. Whereas um Stalin and, and Mao kind of killed oh, their own. Yeah. Uh, but just for the idea of, you know, kind of putting in perspective, are Hitlers created or are they bred? Um, what is your thought on all this? <laughs> you know, I would if 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 I had to guess, and I haven't done any research, um, but you know, I do read a lot on some of the topics on you know um, serial killers and everything. Uh, I think it would have to be, in my opinion, fifty fifty. And I say that because you know I don't know if someone is actually born and then grow up to be a mass murderer um if it's not in their dna at least partially but i think all of us can be programmed to kill i mean for the right reasons when we were in the military we had no options you know and we did it to defend our country against all enemies which at that time were foreign and domestic um but at the same time I wouldn't myself, I wouldn't hesitate to defend my family and kill someone if they broke into my home at that time. So can it be that if we're, if we're predisposed to be killers, are we able to um, distinguish the fact whether it's wrong or right in that moment given that timetable? Make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I kind of think along the terms as you do to a point. Yes. Um, so us humans are predisposed to certain things. Um, there's certain people that are typically more predisposed to, say, violence. Okay. I'll give you some examples. Uh, people who do boxing, like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson okay. is extremely predisposed to violence. Because you remember watching them. I mean, that's... Like, I almost feel bad for that kid on the plane. I mean, I know you're drunk, but, like, you're going to annoy Mike Tyson of all people. <laughs> like, this is a dude, I remember, he knocked the dude out just before the fight was even even really started. Like, people were, like, not even sitting down yet. <laughs> and that dude was knocked out. But it was also how he was raised. 
he was raised yeah, no, what I'm in the streets of Brownsville, Brooklyn, which was a pretty uh, tough neighborhood at that time. No, but I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. Yes, I'm sorry. And then you got like, <laughs> MMA fighters are really predisposed to violence, meaning yes. naturally. I think everybody can be violent to a certain degree. Yeah. That's when I'm, when I say they're predisposed to some level of violence, okay. to a certain degree, and some obviously more than others. Yeah, of course. Okay. And I do believe that the environment that they were in helps kind of dictate. So like Hitler, I would believe was very predisposed to violence. Okay. Even though he is not, he wasn't necessarily maybe doing the killings himself. Of course. But just the, just the idea of going, Hey, let me, let me route up some people I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Gathering the death to yep. even, even, even that becoming something that you would even consider yep. would let you know that there's some level predisposition of violence, you know? Yeah, of course. And then I think how you are raised definitely plays a factor and. So, like, somebody who had a violent upbringing. Yeah, okay. Sexually molested or yep. uh, abused different things, I think. Yeah. I think they can only um, hinder some of the, what we would consider consciousness or mm -hmm. co um, conscience. Yeah, okay. I don't really think it's a conscience. I think it's just... Those boundaries I talked about in the last one, I think you have hard and soft boundaries. Yeah. I, I think the more violent your childhood was and different things could make those hard boundaries that normal people have mm -hmm. be further away or be more softer than what it would be for a normal person. Yeah, or completely disappear altogether. Yeah, of course. Wow. Because I think conscience... Having a conscience, I don't, or knowing right and wrong, I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that is a, a real thing. I think, I think people have beliefs on what they consider to be right and wrong. Okay. And I think that's really what it is. Like, I believe stealing is wrong, so I don't go steal things. Okay. But if I was, if I was suffering financially, had no food, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. then my beliefs and my, or someone's conscience wouldn't factor in at all because it's overwhelmed by the need of, of the need of survival, you know, which is a, is an emotion, you know? Yeah. Okay. So I think it's a little more complex. I think there's a lot of different factors than just saying, Hey, look, it is, I think both play a factor. I mean, there is a part of it that is, um, nature and the other part this nurture, but then there's also, um, where you are in your life when you had to make this decision Were you making a cost, okay. taking life, were you making that decision because you were defending yourself or defending your country or were you making that decision because you just wanted to cause massive amounts of pain and suffering? Because you can push somebody, you can push anybody, I think, to a point to where they would want to cause that kind of pain and suffering. At least most people, you can push them to that point. It should, of course. 
what it takes to push you to that point, that's where it's going to differentiate, you know? Okay. You know, for me, it's always been like, yeah, I can see your point. You know, no one knows uh, the state of mind of a person who joins the military. Do they join the military because they're looking to go to war and actually do damage and actually take a person's life? No one knows. No one knows what the motive of those. We do. We just call them Marines. Yeah. <laughs> we call them Marines. There you go. Yeah. And baby seals and there you go. horse, you know. Yep. Exactly. Rangers. That that <laughs> without a doubt, huh? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, we know. We just we just direct them to the right recruiting office. We're like, yeah. look, look, you want to kill people too much. You will not work out in the Air Force or Navy. <laughs> because we're more of a passive killers, meaning yes. We you you're you're a little more active killing, so we we need you to go over here to this army branch. But if you really really want to kill, you're like <laughs> then we go okay cool. Um, the army don't really is not a good fit for you. Um, you're really gonna have to go to the Marines. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, to, I and and I understand what you're where you're coming from, but unless I am actually in a situation where. I either have to steal for food and, and thank God I'm not in that situation and I'm hopefully never in that situation where it comes down to me actually having to steal food in order to survive so I don't die, then I don't know if consciously right now can I make that choice of whether I would do it or not unless I'm forced to be in that situation. And I think this nature versus nurture thing actually goes well with Kind of like the repeat offenders thing, because as you were talking about it, I was thinking about it. Okay. Um, I know it's like the United States, you know, um, if you have a felony and not saying your life is ruined, but your life is exponentially more difficult. Yes. Than if you didn't have one. And there are so many, so many ways that you can get a felony. Like if you steal over a certain dollar amount, it's a felony. Okay. Yep. Um, you piss in public and get caught, it's a it's a felony. Okay. You know, I mean, there's there's quite a few, yeah yeah there's quite a few ways. You know, some more justified, I guess, than others. You know. Correct. Okay. Um and and I know they tried to revise during the last administration tried to advise to make them get a second chance. And, and I think, I think the reason why they have, we have so many repeat offenders is because we, we don't know what their decision was at that point. We don't have all their data as far as what was going on in their life to make that decision, et cetera. But even after the fact, when they paid their price to society, we're putting them back in the same position. Yeah. Okay. It's even worse because now. We're putting them into a survivalistic mode. Now they're like, I've got to eat. I've got to, I've got to, I've got to live. Um, I did my time. I did my, you know, service or whatever, you know, because there's usually a jail sentence. And the way, right. I, the way I see it is, is the ones who are the most diabolical, um, your murderers, stuff like that, they're typically in there for life. So, mm -hmm. or death penalty, depending on state. Um, 
not in all cases, the more diabolical stuff like children, child molesters, stuff like that, they should be in there for life for sure. Um, but like, but like somebody who committed like a robbery. Okay. Maybe they didn't kill somebody, but maybe they just committed a robbery. Maybe I think when they're done, um, I think there has to be some latitude and all that, because if you put them back into survivalistic mode, they're only bound to repeat and go back hey, okay. to the system, you know? Yeah. What about, uh, and, and this is, you know, I mean, I guess it's going to be a slightly off topic, but on topic as well, the, the, um, the wrongfully incarcerated people, and I, I haven't heard too many instances of a wrongfully incarcerated person getting out and then starting to commit a life of uh, violence. But, you know, that may have a tendency of turning a person um, against society as well. Yeah, but typically, okay, so when it comes to the wrongfully um, accused, when they finally mm -hmm. get released, which they should. Yes. Um, obviously, no system's perfect, not even the justice system, you know? True. It's definitely True. challenges, but it's always a growing thing. We have to always try to improve. I mean, obviously, technology has proved, so DNA is kind of a big thing now. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of the wrongfully accused ones, they didn't have DNA. They didn't have different things that could free them at that time, you know? Um, and, but they're typically forgiven of their crimes, meaning, which they should, it should be expunged and never yeah. them. So their life becomes a little easier to start over, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I think the people that, were involved like the if it was done malice wise right? okay yep okay there, there were several cases where like they were wrongfully accused and I, I talked about that one of those podcasts where the woman wrote a book and a movie based off a raping that he was proven innocent of wow um and there are several cases like this this is i mean they're not there's not like millions of them but there's enough to where you're like hey look Maybe we should, maybe we should do something about the people who, who malicely put people in the situations because you, yeah. you see it in several cases. Um, usually you see it with like, uh, like, and this is by no means saying rape is a good thing or a bad thing or making, you know, okay. um, people, victims feel a certain way. No, no, you should definitely have your justice, but I remember specifically a perfect example, right? And this is a real life example. Because remember, I, I was driving Uber, remember? Yes, yes, sir. Next to your money. Yeah. I remember I was going from UCF and I was taking four girls, early 20s. Okay. 22, 23. And I was taking them down to, I don't know what the bar's name is, but it's more, it's down 50 going toward downtown. Okay. But it's not quite downtown. Like, it's not where all the other bars are, but it's more or less right in between UCF and where that other, the, all the bars are, you know? Okay. It's kind of a happening spot. Lots of people go there. Um, I was taking these four girls there, and one of the girls there, she was talking about some dude and his friends that they were going to meet at the bar. Okay. And she was like, um, I think I'm going to sleep with them. Okay, I guess some guy she's talking about. Okay. And her friend goes, and I, you can't even make this shit up. Like, it actually irritated me. But her friend goes, 
oh, look, you're going to be drinking. So if he's not good in bed, you, tomorrow you just say that he, he didn't have consent and say that he raped you. Uh, wow. And each of the girls thought this was a good idea. And they were talking about this like this was that ruining this dude's life. Oh, no. Who you clearly obviously want to sleep with. Now, you are able to change your mind. I'm not saying that you can't. But you're kind of going into this going, hey, look, I want to. And then and then you're using your friend just as well, if the sex is bad, you just say that you didn't consent because you were drinking. And obviously, you can't consent when you're drinking. Unbelievable. Wow. And, and these things happen. And I think people like that should absolutely be punished beyond reasonable doubt if it's proven that this was malicious and that it didn't happen then you need to you need to have the just the utmost punishment put on you or you see it with like um matter of fact it happens a lot and and child support stuff okay. remember there's a guy i think he was minnesota yeah uh he he didn't even know about this kid and the kid wasn't even his. They did a DNA test. It wasn't even his. And okay. I remember he was fighting tooth and nail. But he got he got awarded because she wrote his name and signed for him on a birth certificate and on some, I guess, like uh, some benefits packages. Yeah. Like me Medicaid or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, so now this dude's forced to pay child support. And like he was fighting tooth and nail. Oh. Um, to get out of it and i think because i you know we're talking about this more on other podcasts but i think that dna tests should be done on every single birth no matter what married or unmarried because the only people who are going to have problems with that are people who've been lying and cheating wow you know yeah. because like, yeah. like for instance you're happily married yes <laughs> it, <laughs> did, did i say that wrong no no Yes, I am with enthusiasm. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure she'll listen to the podcast later. Of course. But you know, like, like if she was, if she, when she was having, when you're, when you're having your son. Yes. Uh, if the doctor would just, just goes, hey, I just need to do a quick DNA test. She wouldn't even think twice about it. She wouldn't be mad. She's already been, she's been prodded by other things i'm sure yes of course what's what's taking a quick little being like there's no pain involved to it it's it's just taking blood um we do it all the time when you go to a doctor and they do blood work yep of course i don't see a problem with that because, and it's this. It's because somebody who isn't lying somebody isn't cheating who somebody who has been faithful is not going to have a problem with it because they know what the results are going to be. Exactly. The only people who are going to have problems with it are people who are questionable. Yeah. And those people should definitely be DNA tested because they're questionable. <laughs> uh, I, for one, think that the law did that Minnesota guy a disservice. Because if DNA results proved that the child was not his, then they could have actually brought in um, a, um, what is a... Uh, um, an expert on uh, signature or signage and see and make sure that they understand that, hey, I didn't sign this paperwork, you know? 
Southern. In general, that will be. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Wow. Like I said, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. But, uh, but where we are, it's what I'm getting at ultimately is that people get put in these circumstances by by people of malice intent, yeah. but nothing ever happens to the people of malice intent. And that's what needs to have done. And also um, give people who have paid their time that second chance, true second chance, because they already paid for their crime. So there's no sense of punishing them for the rest of their life. It's true. Because like I said, all you're going to do is push them back into the true nature, which is survival. Because yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. It could be me or you. If you put us in a life or death situation, no food, no house, can't get a job, can't get... It doesn't matter how good our upbringing is. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good our quote-unquote our morals are. We are going to potentially steal stuff and do bad things. Yeah. Because survival is a real thing and it trumps everything. Yeah, I see a point. So that's my thoughts on that. You know, I, you know, and getting back to, you know, people that are actually doing things to other people based off of malice, um, that in itself, the act in which they commit can also drive that person to doing things that, that are immoral. Or oh, maybe absolutely. that person didn't want to do in the beginning, but because of them pushing him over the edge or her over the edge, then there are the results of that as well. Wow. Yeah, like, like you use that example with that dude and she wrote a book and movie about it. Yeah. That dude, that dude honestly forgave her. Oh, wow. I'm going to be honest. If I did 16 years because of you and I was proven absolutely, completely exonerated from it because I wasn't, my DNA wasn't there with somebody else's DNA, I'm not forgiving you. I'm not. Matter of fact, I'm definitely going to go a much darker route <laughs> in my decision making. Yeah. And I'm probably a much more violent route um, in my decision making. Because if I already did 16 years, I'm going to go to jail for for ending you or... <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I hear you. I hear you. Because you, what do you do after that? What do you do after that? Like, what do you do... After that, like yeah. 16 years is almost two decades. Yeah. I'm yeah. 40. I'm 42. Still young. You look 20. Okay. That'd be like me trying to go out in life at 60 and going, okay, cool. I'm going to start my life. Yeah. 60. You know, that's a, that's a huge chunk of life. I mean, even if you took it at like 18, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you're, you're now, you would be almost my age when you got out. Yeah. Which means, yeah, you can kind of start your life, but that dude looked like he was a little bit older. He was probably in his 50s, maybe 60s almost. Wow. So it's like you just took every potential opportunity for him to build a life that he deserved. Yeah. Because you got it wrong. Yeah. Meaning you either weren't raped or you just really, you just really. Pinned it on him, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a fine line that you know people tend to cross when they're put in certain situations, you know. But you know, the morality of it is, how can you blame someone 
you know, for something that they did not do and then watch them actually go to jail because of it. It's, uh, to me, it just seems unfathomable. So, yeah, so, yeah, that is happening. So, I guess my nature is I would fuck that woman up. I'd run her over with a car, <laughs> set her house on fire. I would save her dog, though. Save her dog. I'm sure that would be your first impulse, but after you thought about it for a few, maybe not. <laughs> See, I don't know because I haven't done it. But <laughs> exactly. So you know, and it, it's it's real easy for a person to say this is what I would do in that situation without actually being in that situation. Look, the only situation that I can wholeheartedly tell you that I would take a life is to protect my family. That without hesitation, without um without any second thoughts is what I can honestly tell you I would do in a situation that the reason why I say it I would be is because I know I know for a fact that I have a huge huge heart probably way too big yes but that heart is protected by a blackened soul you know what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> okay I want to get that tattooed I did a Facebook post like that on like four years ago I want to okay yeah. It's protected by a black and soul. And that's for those people. I'm a Leo. Okay. We are loyal to a fault. Yes. So you fuck us up. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. And then we are, we are, <laughs> we're different. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think about the horoscope thing? <laughs> I know we, we should probably talk about this in a whole podcast. But oh, yeah, that's definitely without a doubt. I mean, I, you know, from what they describe, because I'm a Virgo, from what they describe, um, you know, yeah, I, I, uh, the way they describe Virgos as being is, I would think that, yeah, about 85% of that is true when it comes to me. So I think the horoscope, like the predictions are all BS, but I think the way that the signs are. I think the signs are on point. Gotcha. Because you, as you're my good friend, if I hadn't told you I was a Leo, you would know that I was a Leo. <laughs> Not, but I mean, and it could also relate to what the discussion that we're having as well. Do you know, are there more uh, serial killers that happen to be Pisces or Virgos or Tauruses? I think, I, don't I, think, I think it's Pisces that has the most. Is it? Okay. To understand, because Pisces are crazy as fuck. <laughs> i don't know i i've had a i've met yeah a few pisces in my life i guess i would say but people will happen to be the mothers of my kids pisces are the type of people who throw a toaster at you yeah there you go <laughs> with the toast still in it yeah because you <laughs> with the bread the still in it no. they're like <laughs> if, if you could if you could dodge a toaster, you could dodge a ball. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I think more research should be done on that nurture versus nature. Because in my opinion, like I stated earlier, I think it is 50-50. Yeah, I don't think it's one or the other. Yeah, I, I, I think if Hitler didn't have asshole parents mm. and asshole environment. Yeah. He might have not killed six to eight million people. Yeah. No. So, so I think honestly, and I, I've been thinking about this since we're doing nature versus nurture. Okay. I think at some level, and it, and this will be a tricky, 
tricky way to do it, but I think okay. at some level, like for instance, let's say a school shooter, right? Uh-huh. That happens every now and then, and it's a tragic thing. Yes, indeed. I think if your kid, especially under the age of 18, walks into a school, shoots up his classmates, I think it shares that there is a, a challenge at home as far as the nurture side of things. Okay. I think they should share in some of the responsibility of what happened, meaning maybe not as much punishment as maybe the kid who did it, but there should be some kind of ch punishment for you not providing a nurturing environment that would have prevented such things from happening. Yeah, I could see your thoughts on that. And, um, and I was trying to compare. It has to be case by case. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. You have to but. look really at a lot of different things, but case by case, if there was neglect or if there was abuse, if there was, um, access to the guns, you know, just readily. Yeah. Um, you'd have to look at the dynamics, but I think they should share in some of the responsibility for that because there's a level of nurture that you failed at as a parent to where your kid, they're only out. The only way that they feel that they can be heard or be seen is by killing a whole bunch of their classmates. That means that kid was obviously hurting for a long period of time and you did nothing or you did minimal or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And that, and that's, you know, that's, I bet, I believe that's the difficulty of having kids when you're not ready, because if you're not ready to be a parent, then I believe you shouldn't be a parent because it takes a lot more to be a parent than just to provide a, a, a house you know, a roof over their heads, clothes on their back, you know, food on the table. It takes a lot more than that because especially nowadays with the internet, you know, and we've discussed this in our previous podcast, the internet affects kids in ways that you and I growing up were never affected because of the fact that it wasn't instantaneous as it is now, you know? I think they have access to far more information. Similar really, you know? The way we were growing up? I'll explain, right? Okay. Let's say bullying, right? Say, okay. Um, here, you know, you have bullying online a lot, right? Okay. We had bullying in person. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, like there was usually physical bullying. Yes. And, and the thing was, our parents still had to rein us in. Um, they still had to show us some level of something to prevent us from becoming our potential because if the pain was enough, any of us could have been one of these kids. Yeah. If the pain was enough, anybody, I, I think if, if the pain is enough, anybody could be a serial killer. It's just, it might take a lot more pain for most people. I'd buy that. Okay. But if the pain was enough, if there was enough pain, I think, I think anyone has the potential. So if you, if there's, if a kid is going through massive amounts of pain for years with no resolve, no, no release, no hap, you know, no, no anything, I think any kid could become a school shooter. True. But then on the flip side of that, it doesn't necessarily have to be all pain. 
And that's where that 50-50 that I mentioned earlier comes into play. Some people are just, are just born to be killers. No, no. I, I think, like I said, there's different levels, this susceptibility to violence. Yep. Okay. But violence can only come from pain, you know? Yep. There can never be violence from love. Any Anybody who says, I love you, but is violent, does not love you at all. Okay. Because they're they're two opposite they're two opposite sides of the emotional spectrum. That's like saying my house can be light if all the lights are off and the windows are shut and the blinds are down. <laughs> gotcha. You know they, they can't. Yeah. They, they're they light and dark are two opposite sides of the spectrum. Positive, negative, two opposite sides of the spectrum. I I still. I, when you when you said that, as far as being that, I thought instantly of the uh, Julia Roberts movie earlier in her career, Sleeping with the Enemy. I don't remember that one. Oh, when he told her, "I can't live without you, and I won't let you live without me." Yeah. So, so that that ain't <laughs> what that ain't love exactly <laughs> because they are two opposites. I mean. We live in a universe of duality. We're going to talk about this, I think, in a whole podcast. Okay. We live in a Fair universe enough. of duality. So one cannot exist without the other, but one cannot come from the other. So, like, okay. I can only be violent if there's a level of pain or suffering that I feel justifies the violence. You know what I'm saying? I, I see your point. And I'm thinking of myself, what I mentioned earlier about protecting my family. The person that breaks into my house, God forbid it ever happens. A perf if a person was to break into my house, I don't feel any pain towards that person. You do. And I'm really pain. I'm going to explain why. Okay. Okay. Do. I break in your house. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. What pain are you feeling? You're feeling the pain of potential loss of your children or your wife. Okay. You have two dogs now. So both yes. dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, the potential pain of losing your life, uh, you they have caused the pain of of taking away a feeling that is very important to people. Safety and security. People, why why people love their homes. Their homes yeah. are their safe havens. They have to safe. There's comfort. That's their castle. You remember they used to be saying yeah. House is a man's castle or something like that. Yeah. It's because there's a level of security and safety that you feel. Okay. Somebody jeopardizes that comfort or that safety, that security. There's a pain that is involved to it. And then the pain of potentially losing. You know what I'm saying? So there's gotcha. pain involved. Well, if you put it that way, yes, okay, of course. Because... <laughs> Because you got to understand, there's two, there's multiple levels of pain. Yes. Most people, when they talk about pain, they talk about solely physical pain. Yes. And 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 I actually blame us and our generation beforehand because we came up with the absolute dumbest phrase ever. And I've been I've been guilty of saying it. It is. Let me guess. Dumbest. That hurts. No. Some of my big my bones will work and never hurt me. Okay. Yep. I still use that. What do you mean? No, it's it's absolutely the dumbest phrase ever. 
Because yes, yeah, sticks and stones will break your bones. Words and feelings can destroy you. If you let them. No, no, they can. And I'll explain. And like I said, we really need a whole podcast for this one, I think. So I, think definitely. I think we should save that for another podcast because 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 we're gonna we're gonna dive into that uh, how about we do that next week we'll do that next week we we should we should okay because like i said it deserves an entire debate or okay talk about based- I'll, I'll definitely be ready for that conversation yes sir yeah yeah so it, it stems from some level of pain physical mental or emotional there's some pain involved and that's Got why you would shoot me if i broke in your house Gotcha. And I, you know, because of you, you know, explaining it that way, I can understand your viewpoint. And and I have to agree with you. Yes, indeed. So, yes, those parents should be held accountable for those pains that they clearly <laughs> didn't help solve. You got it. Like so- it. But they have to look at it case by case because it could have been, and this is what's kind of messed up with how things are, is like you have parents working two jobs, multiple jobs, you know. And it's not that they're bad parents. It's just you really don't have them 24 hours in a day. Yes. You know, and so I think there should be some leniency, obviously, for cases like that. But I think if we dug deep, especially in those cases, we would find that there was probably much more involved, much more complicated than I'm just, I'm a good parent, but I work a lot, you know? Because some of those kids came from like wealthy families. So, yeah, of course. Okay. So, what if money is not the problem? <laughs> yep. Then, then, then we really need to look into it and go. Okay, well, so now, what is the reason? We talked about a lot of crazy things today. Yeah, which is great. And so, in wrapping up, before we wrap up, what is your what is your take on nurture versus nature? Mine is fifty forty. Where it's fifty fifty. Yeah, but I think it's a lot more complicated. When you start factoring in true nature of survival or true nature of pain. Okay. You know? And and intro- and introducing next week's topic, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yes. And I'm going okay. to dis- we are going to discuss how that is the most BS phrase <laughs> ever uttered. Well, I am already looking forward to it, my friend. <laughs> all right buddy yeah. all right yeah we'll talk thank you for joining the friends i view today if you loved our conversation don't forget to hit that subscribe button share with friends and stay tuned for our next episode until then keep the conversation going